Hey all, this is the Flip-Flop Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Thrapp, an entrepreneur who turned my love of travel into a career. Travel is not just a hobby, it's a way of life. Making it happen can be tough. I'm here to offer practical advice to make travel more achievable. This isn't just about my journey, it's about inspiring you to pursue adventure and explore the world on your terms. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flip Flop Experience. I am Marla Watson, one of two lovely lady hosts. I've got my co-host, Leah Thrapp, the adventurous herself. Hey, Leah. Hey, Marla. What's up? So today we have the amazing Chris Wise with Livian Realty Group, and she is here to chat with us about the experience she just had. I was really excited to hear about her sabbatical that she planned for in her busy career and made it happen, something that a lot of people wish they could do but don't think they could do. So I wanted her to come share the steps that she took and how it went and what she thinks about it after she got back. Perfect. Hey, Chris. Hey. Oh, we're so glad to have you here. I'm so excited to be here sabbatical. How did you get people to know you were taking a true sabbatical and not a vacation? Well, first, it was planning it. It was letting my clients know because I run a very high productive real estate business. And so about three months in advance, my coach said, you need to take the month off because it was a goal of mine. I was like, there's no way, especially June. I mean, my gosh, that's like real estate heaven. That's right. like Christmas. So we just said, well, what needs to happen? And I said, well, I need to first decide that I'm going to do it. Because if I decide that I'm going to do it, then I'll do it. If I make excuses, I won't do it. Or wait and see if it works out. Exactly. So then I'm like, okay. And I remember it was the end of, I think it was April. I put it on the bottom of my signature that I will be out of town. I will be on sabbatical from May 29th, I think, till July 4th. Wow. And then I'm like, oh my God, I don't even know if I can even do that. I'm not going to do this. There's <laughs> no way. There's no way. I mean, I just sent emails. I didn't tell anybody. It was just on there. And so then I started to have listing appointments. And then I'd say, well, I'm going to be on sabbatical from, and they're like, oh, okay. And the world didn't end. And that was what was so amazing and mm-hmm. so freeing because I thought there's no way they have to have me, but I have a great team. So this was my chance to really leverage my team and then also show that I could do it because realtors, especially in this current market, have just worked themselves almost to death. Right. And to be out there and show that you can do it, that was amazing. So I did that. That was my first step was just put it on my signature. That's a big step for sure. It was. And so then it got closer, it got closer and... I'd have appointments and I'd tell them that. And they go, okay. I said, you'll be in good hands. Everything was great. And then the day came and I'm like, okay. So that morning I didn't do our power up. We have a power up at nine o'clock every morning and I wasn't on. It was a Tuesday. Like, okay, this is good. I probably went to Target that day or something like that. You know, it's just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm playing hooky. (laughs) And then the next day I got a call, a voicemail. We are ready to list our house. You've been recommended. Mm. We want you. Oh. And I just sat there for a second and I go, gosh, you know, I'm not leaving for my first trip for five days. I could probably knock this out. I felt like it was a test from God. Mm -hmm. Was I really going to do this or not? And I forwarded that voicemail. I didn't even call them back. I forwarded it to a team member. Wow. She did the appointment. They didn't like her because they wanted me, even though I trained her. I mean, she's a mini me, but, you know, it didn't work. And so she didn't get the listing. And you know what? It was okay. 
it was okay. The world kept spinning. The world kept spinning. And that was truly amazing. That Friday, I did have a closing. And I'm like, I'm going to that closing because, <laughs> you know, that's like the celebration of everything. And wouldn't you know it, I was so flustered. I went to the wrong title company and missed the closing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, here, I'm supposed to be getting ready for my next trip, which was a great place. And I went to the wrong one because I was just kind of out of it. And Another it was just, sign. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be there. So that was my first week. And it was great. I survived. The world kept spinning. And it was wonderful. And then we left for our first trip, which is to Cabo. Nice. Last That's a good I, place to start. The last time I was in Cabo, I was single, and it was 1991. Ooh, <laughs> so, I remember Cabo in 1991. It was, was a great place. We might have been there together. We might have been together. <laughs> so, Squid Row. Oh, oh my nice. gosh. Way too much. But it was fun. We had a great time. It was a good group of people. You know, there's just something about traveling with friends that yes. was great. We had, uh, I think it was 34 total. Oh, wow. It was 11 boys and then their families. And, you know, Cabo was great. The weather was great. Everything was perfect. So all those boys were graduating? Yeah. That's really special and that all those families took a pause yes. to really celebrate that and spend time together and make memories. Yeah. I love that. And what was so amazing was several of these boys, quite a few of them, probably the majority of the 11, were all in kindergarten together. That's cool. I mean, they'd just been their entire school together. That's so. how it was for me growing up as I, I grew up with the same people from kindergarten on. Yeah. And that's so rare now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What a great trip and what a great way to start a sabbatical. Yes, exactly. And and it was with the families of your son's friends. So it wasn't even people that I really knew very well. And we just had such a good time. I Did they that. become friends after that? No, yeah. I mean, we we were all in a group chat anyway because of prom and, you know, all the activities with senior stuff. But, you know, now we got to see each other in a social setting and that was really fun. That's so really we cool. Had a good time. So Cabo, of course, was wonderful. Yes. So where'd you go next? Oh, my gosh. So then I came back for like four days and I went to Vermont. It was a four-day leadership retreat and it was all about spirituality. And so working on your inner self, I mean, what perfect timing to be on sabbatical. And it was so funny because when I got there, it was at this resort that's very much like Dirty Dancing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a lot of resorts like that. And so I was in this cabin up this hill, and I'm dragging my suitcase, and it's dark, and I'm like <laughs> griping, you know, and I'm like, okay, this is supposed to teach me patience. This is part <laughs> of the lesson, Chris. You can handle this. And I make it up to my cabin, and I get in there, and I get my suitcase, and I'm like, where's the remote? Where's the remote? Oh, there's no TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the lesson. <laughs> And so for four days, worked on just life and trying to get that balance back. And that was really, really cool. So that's a really great thing to do on sabbatical for sure. Yeah. And so that was just low key, so different than Cabo. Just all me. I had a room to myself. There's, I think, 25 of us in this group. And it was just amazing. That is really cool. Plus, Vermont is beautiful. I want to go. That sounds amazing. Yeah. There was lightning bugs. I used to live in Michigan a long time ago. So, I mean, I know what lightning bugs are, but I thought I was an ember. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so (laughs) we had like a forest fire. I'm like, oh, I'm such an Aggie. God. (laughs) No, that's a lightning bug. (laughs) That's hilarious. Awesome. That really is. We used to have lightning bugs here when I was growing up. I never see them anymore. No. We do still have them, but you have to be by a creek. If you're by a water feature or a creek, okay, you will still see them. Okay. It's funny when you do see them because now it's almost like an endangered species. There's someone that lives a few miles from me, and they have them at their house for some reason, and I don't. When my house backs up to the core and the lake... 
Oh. We don't have them. So my son, one summer, we were going over to their house every week for a Bible study. And so he would catch them in a jar and bring them home and let them go in our house, yeah. hoping they would like repopulate. Yes. But it didn't work. Oh. It was a good effort, but it didn't That's work. bummer. It always is supposed to work, and it works in movies, but sometimes movie magic is just that, mm-hmm. movie magic. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, speaking of magic, you were creating your own magic at that mm-hmm. point. Yep. You really were. At that point, had you really relaxed into it? Yes. I find that, you know, it's sad that we get two weeks in corporate world, two weeks vacation, because mm-hmm. it truly takes one week just to, like, unplug. Yeah, yes. And then one week to enjoy. Yes. And so by that second week, I was hitting my stride, or I guess at that point it was my third week, and that was really great. So you weren't feeling antsy about what was happening at work you really were able to let it go then I really did and you know I think you have to decide I mean I keep saying that you have to decide that you're going to do this because you can talk yourself out of it for sure the fear can set in you can think oh my gosh am I even going to have any business when I get back is anybody even going to call me are they going to think I'm dead Mm -hmm. and one of the things that I did and I encourage people especially business owners and entrepreneurs to do this is I was very vocal about it on Facebook Because I have this thought, if I don't tell my story, my haters will. Mm -hmm. And I could see them saying, oh, my God, do you hear what happened with Chris? She had a nervous breakdown and she's not even doing real estate anymore. I don't need to have that story even said, you know, and we had just sold our house. So it's like, what are the stories are my haters going to tell? And so I just made sure that every day I posted, you know, day one of vacation, Mm day two of vacation. I was just very open about it. So you were controlling the narrative still. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I was thinking that same exactly. thing. Exactly. I mean, you also created content for your yeah. friends to look at Yeah, and to inspire them. And that truly did. And I had so many people say, oh my gosh, tell me how to do it. And so I'd always send them a calendar link and say, here, I'm happy to talk about how I did it. And obviously that's what we're talking about today is mm-hmm. because I would love to show people that the world didn't end I don't know if we're going to talk about July, but I mean, I put nine under contract in July when I got back. Wow. Nine contracts. Because you were ready. Yes. And, you know, there was people who were willing to wait for me, which is great. I appreciate that. And then also, I just, my batteries were recharged. Yeah. You came back refreshed, I'm sure. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you something funny. She knows that I'm hearing this right now because Leah is always trying to get me to be able to be in the moment. My Mm -hmm. vacations, they give me anxiety because I'm so worried. Even though I've got the most amazing team around me now, it's taken a while to build that. But I actually, I'm looking you in the eye. I'm looking (laughs) Chris too. But I think I could do this. You've really inspired me. So, okay. And we're getting off topic, but you're in Vermont. You examined yourself. So where did you go next or what did you do next? It doesn't even matter if you go somewhere. Okay. So the crazy thing is I flew back that morning so that I could be here for, I've been mentoring this girl since the fourth grade at a local elementary school through communities and schools, which is of North Texas, which is keeping the dropout rate, just trying to look at at at-risk kids and making sure that they have mentors and leaders in their lives. And so I've had her since the fourth grade, and she's now going into 10th grade, and it was her quinceanera. And so she didn't know I was going to come, and I showed up because originally I wasn't going to be able to come. And so I showed up. We both just had tears. And God, she looked beautiful. And I was just so proud to be there at that moment. And her parents that never met them, and and they were just so happy to get to meet me because we've been together, what, five or six years now. It was just so neat to be a part of that. She'll always remember that you took time for her. That's really cool. Exactly. And and I was so proud of her. I mean, it's just, it was beautiful. So that was amazing. So even though I had 
gotten up at three o'clock in the morning to catch a flight to get back. I was just beaming that night with her. So that was great. I bet that was a good night's sleep, too. It was. <laughs> and then I think on that Wednesday, we left for New York City. Oh, New York City. And so we, so who went on that trip? So my younger son, because my older son got his trip, my younger son, my husband, and myself. We were there for a week. And my younger son, he is very interested in musicals and plays and cinematography. And so I think that's what he's going to probably end up doing. And so he planned this entire trip. That's cool. And the amazing thing was he made... I call it a life-size model of the map. He took like screenshots and then took every screenshot and did it on eight and a half by 11 sheet and then taped it all together of Manhattan. <laughs> and so he put, printed it out. Printed it and taped it all together. And Good it was mom. like 12 foot by five foot and then marked every place that we wanted to go. You know, at dinner, he would ask us, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Okay. Marked it all and then figured out a daily itinerary where we were eating, where we were going, the hours that we were allocating. And it was the perfect itinerary. Sounds like like someone after my own heart. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, very much like what I would imagine Leah does all the time. I mean, he said, we have an hour and a half here, you know, and so then it would take like an hour and 15 minutes. And I'd be like, okay, well, the cab ride is to here to the next one. And we were so tired every night. But we got to see so much in six days that we were there. And I'm not sure that we would have seen all of that if he hadn't done that. And it was truly through travel blogs and, uh, you know, just pulling that information and deciding what was the best for all of us to see. And so that was just an amazing trip. And so we got back on the 4th of July, and I was supposed to go back to work on the 5th, and I ended up calling in sick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ready to go back yet, and I went back on the Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love it so much. I was like, I am not ready. I am not ready. Well, I have to wonder, when you called in sick that time, if everybody's going, is she coming back? (laughs) Is she ever going to come back? (laughs) Or is she just done with us? (laughs) I know. That's exactly it. I think I was on a Zoom call that day, at least to show my face, but I did not make it to the meeting. (laughs) Well, how did everyone react when you came back? How was your team? How was the support while you were gone? Support was really good. I mean, our team is a well-oiled machine, so everybody knew what they needed to do. And it truly was just getting the transactions through that were already in the pipeline. Mm -hmm. And that went really well. I mean, very well. Did you go no contact with your team or were you communicating? It was rare Mm -hmm. because I'm kind of a control freak. Mm-hmm. So every now and then, like probably a few times a day, <laughs> I would check my email and just make sure that there wasn't something brewing. But when you have a good team, there's really nothing you can do anyway because you're away. Right. I mean, it's like, what am I going to do from New York? I mean, really. So, so they did a good job of helping protect your oh, time. definitely. They were on board with it. That's awesome. So because I mean, I have a history of working myself to being sick. I mean, just truly flat out sick. And they didn't want that. Right. And of course, I don't want that either. You know. (laughs) Right. I love that. That's awesome. It also sounds from your stories that you're telling that I think we get caught up in working all the time and all the responsibility being on us. And then when you take time away, you get to think about which things are the most important for your time. And then when you're not so run down, you can do things like get up at 3 a.m. to make it to a quinceanera that you might just might not have been able to pull off in, a, in the state that you usually were working for the last couple of years. It might not have been realistic. But when you get to step away and say, like, no, this is something that matters to me and matters, matters to people I care about, so I'm going to make it happen. I love hearing that sometimes travel or taking time away can give you that perspective. Yes, definitely. And truly, as long as you take time for yourself and take enough time. And I think some people try to cram in a long weekend. Right. And you 
you just can't do it because you never unwind. Mm-hmm. And so those extended trips, granted, you probably can't take them three or four times a year. But you I would owe- try. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, my coach said, so when's your next month off? How about October? And then I started to think, well, maybe I could. So I'm looking at taking another month off. I love it. <laughs> I love this. Which it's kind of like pulling the bow back before the arrow goes. If I can take that time off and pull the bow back even more, I'm going to go further. You know, if you're just keeping the grind and you just keep doing it and keep doing it and you never stop to sharpen your saw, then how are you ever going to be good? When I think in your industry, you don't have like regular work hours and regular work time. So it's not like you're having a five day work week every week and then you take two days off. You know, you are working on the clock around the calendar, around the weeks, holidays, whatever. It doesn't matter. So I think you have to find an alternate way to work in that me time and that restoration time. So maybe you just have to think outside the box to get the time that you need. Yeah, exactly. And th- and that is true. I mean, I joke, we're very flexible hours. We get to choose which 16 of the day we're going to work. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, with this crazy market that we've had, it's been seven days a week. And you just can't, I mean, your brain has to be on all the time because you don't want to say something mm-hmm. or advise somebody wrong, especially mm-hmm. in this market. It was just very challenging and could be very consuming, too. And that was, like I said, it was a lot of brain work, a yeah. lot of brain work. So you said you have a coach. Was this something that you guys had talked about for a long time before you finally did it? Or was it just kind of, okay, let's just do it. And you ripped off the bandaid and did it right then. Well, so it started when I interviewed with this team three years ago. And I met with the owner, I guess the head. And he said, so fast forward three years, how would you know that this was a success? And I go, and it just came out of my mouth before I even thought about it. I said that I could take the month of June off and travel with my family and my business would still keep going. And that just like flippantly came out. And then what was weird was three years later, I took the month of June off and I traveled with my family. Awesome. And that's a God thing right there because it it wasn't that I planned that. It was I looked at the calendar and I had those three trips that came up and I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to work. And then I thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to work. (laughs) So what would that look like? And then I talked to my coach and I said, I'm really concerned about June because I'm going to be gone so much. She goes, take the month off. How? It truly was things aligned and it was just amazing. It was truly amazing. You speak it to the universe. You speak it out. Truly. It's heard. It really is. I do get on a small, small scale what you're talking about. I have a hard time leaving the empire, if you will, to go do the things. And when we went to Italy last year, Leah just finally said to me, you have to make the decision we're going. You know, you're going to Italy. And I made the decision and I still was so anxiety filled and it just happened. And after I got home, I went, oh, why have I been doing this for so long? Why have I not traveled? Why have yeah. I not done the things? But I mean, we just have to remind yeah. ourselves, like, what are we working so hard for? Exactly. If you're going to work so hard and you're going to build something successful, then you should enjoy the fruits of your labor. You should enjoy what the opportunities that you are granted from the hard work that you've done. So I think we have to remind ourselves to really take the time and appreciate it. And also, I think for people like Marla, who's a creative, when you have to be creative, you can't be creative when you're run down. Mm-mm. You can't pour from an empty cup. And I say that all the time. And that is so true. my cup had tumbleweeds in it. It was so empty. And yeah, when you get to the point that you're talking with a client and you just don't have it anymore, mm-hmm. you know, 
I think for creatives yes. and also I think for people that have to work with people yeah, and service. have service and relationship mm-hmm. based businesses, you can't form those relationships because it takes it takes pouring out of yourself to form mm-hmm. a relationship and, and to invest in someone and for them to get your trust and all of those things. Yeah. And if you are exhausted, it makes it almost impossible. And so I'm sure that you can make up and be more successful in July when you come back after you right. are refreshed. You know, yes. you can those yeah. people can tell that you now have enthusiasm for their deal yeah. or for their house or whatever. So Yeah, my first listing appointment I actually said I go I'm so excited <laughs> which is crazy I said, going back to like your first deal ever yes it was like that's awesome wow you know so it makes it fun and exciting and it keeps it new mm-hmm. something that you've been doing for so long that you know like the back of your hand yeah, and you come years. back and you go okay I got a fresh perspective let's try something different let's mm-hmm. do this and even if you don't try it different per se but you just feel different you really yeah. do I think it must be affirming that when you were ready to go back you were happy to be back and you're mm-hmm. excited to do it because sometimes you just wake up and do what you've been doing every day for exactly. because that's what you've been doing but when you take a break and you come back and you realize like oh I do this because I want to mm-hmm. I do this because I'm good at it and I enjoy it and I have something to offer and it's really easy to forget that when you're exhausted but when you can walk away and then come back and say oh I'm here because I want to be. That's a really good thing for your business, too. Yeah. And travel did that for me because I could have stayed home. Yeah. Travel fixes lots of things. It travel does, does fix lots it of things. Does. It can heal your heart and heal your brain. Mm-hmm. It's also education. Don't ever forget the travel mm-hmm. is education. It really is. Okay. So for our listeners, if they were wanting to do a sabbatical for a month, what would be your advice? So you got to plan at least three months in advance. So depending on what kind of business you have, so whatever your cycle is of your client, you need to go at least that cycle out and plan that and then start to communicate it in advance. And probably the biggest thing is to protect that and to believe that you're going to be able to do it. Because if you don't just put a fortress around that, you're going to get that call Mm -hmm. and it's going to be that easy client or that easy thing. And you're going to go, oh, it's just this one. No, it's just like one little grain of sand. There's going to be just a grain of sand right after that, and it, it's going to be overwhelming. So, well, lots of times, those ones that you think are going to be easier, just quick ones, are the ones where you really get yourself in trouble because oh, you yeah. find out it sounded easy, it but sounded it wasn't easy. easy. Now it's it, a whole ordeal. Did you get any pushback when you started announcing it? No, and that's what was so crazy. Wow. I mean, I had people at the listing appointment say, "Well, I know you're going to be gone in June." So I didn't have to bring it up. And so what I did, I forgot about this, is I did have an agent come with me to the listing appointments that were in May. Mm -hmm. And I said, Savannah is going to be the one or, you know, Nancy or whoever was with me. They're going to be the one who's going to watch over you while I am gone. And so they at least knew the person instead of just insert Mm -hmm. name here is going to be here. It was actually somebody they saw. So that helped. I think probably you sitting shoulder to shoulder with them gave them reassurance. Like this is she's with her. Like she trusts her. Yeah. So do it far enough out for your whole cycle. Anything else? Yeah. Believe that you can do it and communicate it. Whatever your marketing is. So a lot of my business comes from Facebook. So that's where I communicated it and just talked about how hard it was, talked about how freeing it was. And then when people said, oh, I could never do that. And I said, I'll be happy to talk to you about how I did it. I mean, I have no problem sharing that. Because it's not like I made it, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't have a patent on <laughs> this. revolutionary. <laughs> right. <laughs> Plan and then do. <laughs> you need to write a little mini ebook. There you go. Exactly. Here's what you do. Just yeah, I make think it happen. It's, it's something that I, so many people wish they could do. I hear people say, oh, that'd be nice. I wish I could, you know, yeah. which I've said before on this show that I, I hate hearing people say, I wish I could. Mm-hmm. 
because I just think you should just mm-hmm. do it. And so and most of the things that people say they wish they could are actually attainable. Yes. But people get in their head like, oh, I wish I could go to Italy. Well, what do we have to do? Maybe for some people it would take longer or it would be harder or easier. But if you really wish you could, like, let's do it. Exactly. I choose to. Yeah. And I think the key was having that Sherpa, that guide to get you through, because at the beginning it seemed overwhelming. It was the elephant. How in the heck am I going to ever do this? Mm-hmm. And then we just broke it down. It was like, oh, my gosh, that's really simple. OK, so, yeah, let's just do it. Now we execute. And I think it's the same thing in travel. If you have a guide that makes an incredible itinerary that you can see, truly see and just feel an area, you get so much more than just. I call it the buffet approach. Oh, a little (laughs) bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. And you're like, "Eh, it was okay. So, yeah, I think you truly need to have a guide. And I'm happy to talk to anybody about what it what it took. I think the biggest thing is believing that it can be done. I love it. I do, too. I think I'm super inspired. And we need honest, to make it happen for Marla next. There you go. And and honestly, even if you're in a nine to five job, you can take a leave of absence. Yes. You can. It's actually in a lot of, if you read through your employee handbook, even in a corporate job, in the very back, a lot of times there is instructions for how to take a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And they put it in there, but nobody actually does it. Right. Because so they're scared to death. Yeah. And Will they I'm, need me when I get back? Well, right. Yeah, all that kind of thing. And I promise you, you're going to be much better when you come back. A much better employee, much happier. I think Joe needs to hear the show. Yeah, we'll send him. We'll have Sam send him the file. Sam will send him a <laughs> file. I love it. Well, this has been a great show. Yes. You are amazing, Chris, and you are inspirational. Well, thank you. If I were buying a house, I would want you to <laughs> you take go. me through the journey. <laughs> yes. I really, really would. A Sherpa. <laughs> a Sherpa. You're a Sherpa for sure. Okay, that was pretty dorky. <laughs> Sorry. That was bad. That was a bad joke. But uh, Sam has to leave it in. Sam will leave it in. He's laughing. He's laughing, so he'll leave it in. Chris, thanks for joining us today. Thank you both. Yes, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us. We really enjoyed your story. Yeah. Well, everyone, this has been another fantastic episode of the Flip Flop Experience. Leah, thanks. Great show. Thanks. Happy adventuring. Bye, y'all. Thanks for being part of the Flip Flop Experience. Make sure to subscribe and follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Flip Flops and Adventures.